You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Hey guys, it's Sue Cosner, your favorite sexual health expert, with another version of Ask the Pro. This month, I got a letter from Sandy in Seattle about an explosive bedroom secret she and her husband recently discovered. She writes, Dear Sue, my husband and I used to have a great life in the bedroom, but in the last few years, he has struggled. He's tried about everything, but nothing has worked. Then one day he came home and gave me a night I will never forget. He told me about this secret formula, Noxitril, that changed our life in the bedroom once and for all. Wow, Sandy, you beat me to it. I recommend Noxitril to every guy that struggles in the bedroom. It's the only one. Noxitril is all natural and works to increase blood flow fast. It's like that little blue pill on steroids. Noxitril has a special free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. To find out how to get your bottle of Noxitril, call 800-574-5007, 800-574-5007. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call now, 800-574-5007, 800-574-5007. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the weekend of Friday, December the 11th, 2020, our 25th year on the air, always using the Friday dates in case you're curious. Many of our affiliate radio stations across the country and Canada use the show on Saturday or air the show on Saturday, some on Sunday, and many on both days. So we figured it's always safe to give you the dates of Friday as it starts a weekend when you need to come by and visit show notes or you want to hear your call or someone else's call or any information about the broadcast, you know to look for the Friday dates. In this case, December 11th, which is two weeks before Santa. More importantly, three weeks until we get out of this cruddy year into probably another cruddy year. And, you know, <laughs> I've decided, by the way, I'm Dave Graveline. Oh, yeah, I'm Chris Graveline. In case we needed to get that out of the way. But I've decided that I'm going to stay up New Year's Eve, not so much to see in the new year, but to make sure this one leaves. Yeah. Folks, we, all, we, we all say that as if there's something magical that's going to happen at the stroke of midnight to I where know. it's going to everything's going to just go away and be fine. Uh, and that's not the case. We no. know that. It's still going to be strange. It's still going to be not a new normal yet. It's whatever. But at least we all can agree on one thing. This has been a bizarre year, and we'd like to get over it. Yeah. And hopefully not as bizarre a 2021. Right. Oh, boy. But we'll be kicking off our 26th season Yikes. in 2021. Yeah, 26 years on the air next year. Yeah. I'm getting tired. Yeah. I'm getting tired of the BS sometimes, too. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Not tired of our listeners or our radio stations. Just some other things that tend to bother you. If you're mm-hmm. curious, listen to the first part of Hour 1. Anyway, um, tech news and commentary. And then we're going to get back to more of your calls because it is what we are here for to solve your digital dilemmas, to give you some input on tech gifts to give or to want to receive or otherwise. We can do just that. So what do you got? FireEye, a major U.S. cybersecurity company with extensive government contracts, says it has been hacked by a foreign country. Go. The whole country? Yeah. So, um, in a company blog post, CEO Kevin Mandia called it an attack by a nation with top-tier offensive capabilities. 
In a rare emailed statement, Matt Gorham, assistant director of the FBI's cyber division, said that the agency is investigating the incident and preliminary indications show an actor with a high level of sophistication consistent with a nation state. That was the quote from this email. Wow. Um, FireEye works with a number of U.S. federal agencies and states, including the FBI and the National Security Agency. The hacker's primary goal appeared to be stealing information on FireEye's government clients, according to the company's CEO. Interesting. Yeah. Well. You never like to hear about a cybersecurity company being hacked because they're, you would think they tend to be more secure than well, others. And you would think they wouldn't admit it. Yeah. Which makes it even worse. Uh-huh. So we know what company not to use if we're concerned about our cybersecurity. Yeah. They can't protect themselves. Uh-huh. Yikes. Roy All, remember them? We've had on the show many times over the years. Uh, they're trying their hand again at the foldable market with the FlexPi 2. Or it might be FlexPay, P-A-I. I think Pi. Maybe. Yeah, like the outgoing FCC chairman. Right. Pi. Yeah. Which provides three display surface size options. Coming out worldwide next year, the device will use the Qualcomm Snapdragon 865 chip and have 12 gigabytes of memory. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And Royale, which is R-O-Y-O-L-E. Yeah, I remember we, we talked to them at uh, CES a few years back, and we were showing even on video one of the coolest things I've seen. It was the guy took it out of his pocket. It was like a, it looked like a pen, yeah, but he unrolled a keyboard yeah. from it. And it was, was a flexible keyboard, yeah. and it was just it was like, wow! <laughs> it's like these little spy gadgets. <laughs> we had didn't we do a video report on it? So you can check that out. Just search for R O Y O L E at intotomorrow.com, and you'll see this very cool pen-like yeah, keyboard. Really thin, like plastic material that sort of unfurled from the inside of the pen, laid mm-hmm. it down on the desk, and started typing away. Yeah, and it was a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Pretty neat. So the, at least they're creative. They do some unique things, uh, and now trying their hand at the foldable market uh, again. Yeah. Good luck to them. Interesting thing how the U.S. government and what 48 states, I believe, announced this past week that they're suing Facebook for predatory conduct. And among other things, they want Facebook to dissolve uh, and divest, divest various and sundry things like WhatsApp, which they own, and, of course, Instagram, which they also own. They want uh, to force Facebook to make them separate companies. And they should, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is all kind of the similar things to what happened, you know, years ago when they, they broke up the Bell Systems and all those, you know, other companies. It, you know, it, I, I'm seeing echoes of the, the Microsoft antitrust suit where, mm-hmm. you know, where they were basically, you know, getting rid of all of their competition. And Well, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, said Facebook has engaged in a systematic strategy to eliminate its competition including by purchasing smaller up-and-coming rivals like Instagram back in 2012 and WhatsApp in 2014. Uh, They echoed that uh, in their press conference saying Facebook used its monopoly power to crush smaller rivals and snuff out competition, all at the expense of the everyday user. So we shall see the fact that, uh, you know, almost all, gee, you can guess which of the two U.S. states did not want to join in because I guess they love Facebook and all their monopolistic attitudes. Uh, But otherwise, all the rest of the states uh, are saying, yeah, we're in on that lawsuit. That's ridiculous. Let's force their hand and see what happens. Good luck with that. 
Yeah, we'll keep you informed. Yeah, and again, it was similar things I think, to Microsoft. As part of the Microsoft case years ago, it was it came to light that they had sort of secret meetings with um, Netscape. Was, uh, Netscape to mm-hmm. try to you know buy. They offered to, to buy a share of Netscape if they would stop making it for Windows. Yeah, which <laughs> their browser. Yeah, yeah because if, we don't want you to compete with our. I think they they kind of were running scared because they knew that Netscape was superior to mm-hmm. Internet Explorer at the time. Oh yeah, and and was for many many years since. I'm not even sure they're still not superior, but we then again we prefer to use Chrome. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> so, and, you know, and sort of the skeletons of Netscape is kind of what became Firefox these days. Yeah, true, Mozilla. Yeah, that whole thing. Vizio's SmartCast streaming service is offering over 200 hours of holiday-themed content through its Unwrap the Magic of SmartCast promotion. So you can be sitting in front of your Vizio for. Uh... Yeah, the next few weeks? Yeah, probably. Probably not. The offer includes discounts. Oh, so you still got to pay on seasonal on-demand films and combines some free and premium channels. So it might be worth looking into. It's a long, convoluted name. Unwrap the magic of SmartCast promotion okay. with Vizio. So if you got a Vizio TV, apparently it's going to be able, you'll be able to launch that app or something, I'm sure, on there. Yet they still don't have, what was it, HBO Go HBO that we're looking Max. for? HBO Max app. I finally have it on my Fire TV, but you can't get it on your Vizio. Yeah, I know. And speaking of holidays and HBO Max and Fire Sticks, uh, we, we were going through that HBO Max app, and we saw that they have the Wonder Woman 1984 that's going to come out oh, and yeah. be released on Christmas Day, both in theaters and on the HBO Max app. I also come to learn that it's the first 4K title from HBO Max. Nice. And since everybody's, you know, you're all going to be at my house for Christmas Day, and I have the 4K Fire Stick. You see, your, your Fire Stick is in 4K. But mine, yeah. we'll be able to well, enjoy it. My TV's it. 4K. So, yeah, well, so is yeah. mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll at least be able to enjoy <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984 in 4K on HBO Max on Christmas In 2020. Day. In 2020. On Christmas Day. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you have planned for all of us on Christmas Day? We're just going to open presents, eat dinner, and watch Wonder Woman. And watch Wonder Woman. (laughs) Wow. What a combination. I can't hardly wait. Do I have to go? Yes. Well, because if not, then I don't bring the gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, plus, I think you're responsible for dessert or something. Am I? (laughs) We better go over that menu. Microsoft's Xbox gaming app will most likely beam to smart TVs, they say, in the next 12 months. According to executive Phil Spencer, the company has been working on streaming games to TVs, get this, since 2013. You'd think that they would have figured that out by now. In seven years, they haven't figured out how to do that? It can't be that difficult. Mm-hmm. Especially since you can cast anything from your phone to most TVs, and I don't know. But we'll see how that works. And speaking of gaming, gaming team Fnatic, I guess Fnatic, probably, yeah, Fnatic, is working with sports scientists to determine how sleep and stress affect players' performance. Researchers will also examine the role of caffeine, alcohol, and cortisol levels, with Fnatic CEO Sam Matthews noting that as esports becomes fiercely competitive, he says, quote, you're always looking at edges that you can get, whether it's hardware, training, or psychology, close quote, Hmm. from Fnatic. I I guess that's how you have to say it, because, you know, it's just Fnatic. 
What is it well, with these companies that are dropping letters and expecting that you know how to s- pronounce no, their name, let alone visit a website? It's like the few times we had uh, Fatal One Ty on the show. Yeah, <laughs> fatality, it, but fatality. It's fatality with a one instead of an I. So That's true. Fatal One T. Fatal One T. T Y. Right. Exactly. But yeah. fatality. Yeah. I think he was. The, he started that whole trend. Yeah. And then uh, the computer mouse gaming headset guy. And, oh, jeez. So good luck to Fnatic. Researchers at a cybersecurity firm say they have identified vulnerabilities in software widely used by millions of connected devices. Nice. Flaws that could be exploited by hackers to penetrate business and home computer networks and disrupt them. However, there's no evidence of any intrusions that have made use of those vulnerabilities, at least not yet. Uh, but their existence prompted the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to flag the issue in a bulletin. Cybersecurity firm Forescout Technologies said potentially affected devices from an estimated 150 manufacturers range from network thermostats to smart plugs and printers to office routers and healthcare appliances. Oh, nice. The company said most affected are consumer devices, including remote controlled temperature sensors and cameras. And people wonder why, while I have security cameras all around the outside of my house, I don't have any inside my house because I don't want anybody hacking and watching me. Well, why? What are you doing that you shouldn't be watched? I just don't like to feel like I'm being watched. (laughs) But my inside cameras really only one points to the front door and one points to, like, my office area, that kind of thing. So most of them are outside so that I have a good view of everything around the house. Yeah, well, Outside, so, yeah, but some of your cameras too are also monitored by an external security company. So you know, I, that's that's another thing. I wouldn't want somebody being able to just well, log in and if if <laughs> that's their problem, if they happen to log in and see me in my undies going to get a drink in the kitchen or something, then I don't. That's their problem, or or their excitement. I guess I don't know. It's but yeah, that's true. So, so you're telling me that I have to like get dressed to go to the kitchen and yeah. at three in the morning? Yeah, exactly. not going to happen. <laughs> It's not going to happen. You know, or as you go to bed at night, you know, put a, a, a cloth or something over yeah. the, that put one a, camera. Put a sock over the camera where I'd walk through the den, which is what looks at the front door toward the kitchen. Nah, you don't have me concerned. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. YouTube has released its top 10 charts of the most viewed ads, videos, creators, music videos, and breakout creators for 2020. Nike's Never Too Far Down, You Can't Stop Us spot topped the ad chart with 117.7 million views, while the Netflix is a joke special with Dave Chappelle was the top trending video on the platform with more than 29 million views. Interesting. Yeah. And, of course, you can watch our ITTV videos. They don't have quite that many views, uh, but we didn't make the chart anyway of top 10. Got to work on that. Yeah, I think you need to do something better, like maybe do uh, This Week in Tech History in your undies or something. No. No, no, please. You, you don't want to see that. But you got to do something. Your son's even bugging you all the time. You know, Papa, you got to do something more interesting to get more views. Yeah, well, I'm in my 40s and he's eight, so he's not going to find what I do interesting I anyway. <laughs> well, he's always telling us we need to have merch. Took me a minute to realize yeah, that's yeah. merchandise. Uh, so that people will will click the subscribe button right away. 
and hit the bell so they get notified of new video. Boy, he's on top of all that. I, know, I, I walked into the kitchen a couple of weeks ago, and he's got his his phone set up on the counter, pointing towards him, and he's like acting as if he's doing his YouTube video. And he's walking in. He's be sure to hit that subscribe bell and get notifications and subscribe to my channel and and get my merch. I'm like, okay, yeah. And mind you, he doesn't have a channel. There's no merch, but he sure is ready to go as a YouTube star. Yeah. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. That's Cam. Because he watches these videos on YouTube all the time, all these gamers playing games. And so he'll he'll set his phone up while he's playing Minecraft on my laptop. And he'll set oh, his yeah. phone up and he'll act as if he's recording himself for his YouTube channel playing Minecraft. And, and I've watched him do that. And usually he'll have a friend from school on his phone or on another device watching him do this. Because, again, he gets the biggest kick out of watching people watching people play a game. <laughs> Don't, I've never understood I mean, that. Times have certainly changed from when I was a kid. You know, oh, why not boy. go outside, ride a bike, or climb a tree? <laughs> and he hasn't ridden the bike that he keeps at my house in forever because he's on the screen all the time. We've got to fix that. Yeah, well, the last time he tried to ride the bike, it's been so long since he rode it, the tires were flat. Yeah, i got to work on that, too, I guess. Don in LaBelle, Florida, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast that you, too, could sign up for at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Don. Hi, Dave. I was wondering about wireless headphones and earbuds. I've never used them. I have a iPhone that uh, apparently would be able to do that. I'm not sure if there's a benefit and the quality is good enough. And if you could explain a little bit about uh, using wireless devices with iPhones. Sure, Don. It'll be our pleasure. The main benefit, of course, of wireless headphones is that they're really wireless. Uh, the quality will be good, but it won't be better. And you'll have to charge them, of course. Now, the process of using it is reasonably simple. The first time you use them, there will be some kind of pairing process, depending on the set that you buy. They may pop up on screen automatically, or most likely, you'll have to go to the Bluetooth settings and pair them there. Now, the process of pairing them is generally pretty easy. You'll just have to put them into pairing mode, which usually involves holding down a button for a few seconds or something like that, and then select them from a list. And that's it. After they're paired, turning them on will automatically connect them to the phone, and your music will play through them. Now, other than having to turn them on and charge them, there's not much about their usage that's different from using wired ones. The sounds come out of them unless you ask the phone to send them to a different device. So, Don, I hope that we've helped you out a little bit. By all means, experiment with them. It's not the kind of thing that you could go into a store and try different earbuds because nobody wants them in their ears after yours and vice versa. But just investigate a little bit. And if it's a matter of price and quality and so forth, we're frequently recommending things like Jabra. So you'll be happy with them, we know, if you if you know if if the budget is there for you. Yeah, and what I tell people all the time, even if you don't buy them from Amazon, go on Amazon, search for them, and read the reviews. Because I've I've used Amazon even when I'm in a store to get reviews on products that I'm going to buy before I buy in the store, not from Amazon. Yeah, and the stores hate it if you find it cheaper on Amazon. But if you ask, they'll frequently price match. We were in Hobby Lobby the other day, and we asked them, and they said, "Yeah, we'll price match Amazon. Good." So see, you're already there. They're going to be competitive. Take advantage. Same thing with earbuds and anything else. Don, let us know what you end up with and visit us at intotomorrow.com. 
This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now, or if you need a better plan or a lower price. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-332-1993. The call is 100% free and the help is real. Call 800-332-1993. That's 800-332-1993. Hi, this is Vicky, Rasmus' wife. Auguri di buone feste, un sereno anno nuovo. Oops, I'm sorry, that's Italian. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Back to Dave. Oh, thank you, Vicky. Boy, you had me worried there for a minute. Wait a minute, can we say that on the radio? Of course we can. Because it's Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Vicky Erasmo's wife. Very cool. And, of course, we're welcoming your holiday greeting as well. Just use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app. Up to 30 seconds, we will add some holiday music and get you on the air. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And... It's time for our history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. Line, 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 line. The size of picture tubes was limited because of costs and weight, and flat panels were just a dream for many years. At IFA in 1977, the first miniature LCD screen was shown, three inches by four inches, with about 9,000 pixels. No wonder that Edward Rain, inventor, author, and millionaire, offered the incredible award of one million Deutschmark for the first real TV display for the wall. Aye, Dave. It took nearly two more decades until the first prototypes were shown at IFA in 1995, a 22-inch LCD and a 42-inch plasma. The first real product premiered at IFA in 1997. It was a 42-inch plasma, only standard definition, costing about $15,000. Yeah, we discussed it on the show from IFA in Berlin, and everybody, of course, was blown away, but who knew then, right? That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. And while you're at it, be sure to visit intotomorrow.com, where you can sign up for our free podcasts as well as our free once-a-week tech newsletter. We'd love to meet you there. Again, intotomorrow.com. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline in our 25th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech, both today and into tomorrow. And we thank you for tuning in and know that you can participate anytime. You've got a question about consumer tech, perhaps a digital dilemma that we can solve for you. We invite you to contact us anytime. The best way is to download the free Into Tomorrow app in your favorite app store. 
and click the Message to Studio button and participate that way because it sounds like you're right here in the studio with us. Best quality and we can hear you really well. Or, barring that, the next best way to participate is to call us. Yeah, actually use the phone as a phone. Go figure. And anytime, 24-7, That's 800-899-INTO. Toll-free from anywhere in North America. You can even now text to that number. And while we prefer to hear you on the air, we do read an occasional email or text. So don't hesitate to join us anytime we can help you. Our next guest is with a company that uh, manufactures dog containment and tracking systems, allowing dog owners to take their virtual fence anywhere. Delighted to have the VP of Engineering for a company called Spot On Virtual Fence, Sung Vivathana. Sung, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, and uh, glad that you could join us. Uh, tell me first a little bit about the the whole pet industry and, and why you guys got into that market, and then let's get into what Spot On does specifically. Well, according to the American Pet Products Association, uh, consumers spent around ninety five billion dollars in uh, pet products last year, uh, roughly of which twenty nine thirty billion are pet products. Wow. So we thought there, were, there was a certainly um, a market there for us to to develop something that was really a value in what people uh, needed, uh, which is, you know, keep their pets safe. And, of course, a lot of folks say, well, the best way is, is an actual fence, not so much a virtual fence, but that's not always realistic, I guess, right? That's true. Uh, depending on, you know, maybe the neighborhood you live in, a fence may not be uh, allowed. Uh, but if you are in a neighborhood or a property that allows for a fence, and if you want your dog to roam, uh, building a physical fence is very expensive and costly and uh, also costly to maintain. So we wanted to come up with a solution that could give you an alternative to a physical fence. And, of course, a lot of people want to allow their dog the freedom to roam. And if you've got a big property, uh, then why not? Uh, which then brings me to uh, the spot-on fence. Are there limitations in terms of distance, for example, uh, before we get into how it all works? But if, if you let your dog uh, have that freedom to roam, can you still keep track however far they go? Uh, absolutely, uh, Dave. Uh, so, you know, part of the pet's natural curiosity is to sniff around and roam and to be curious. And uh, with the spot-on uh, virtual fence, uh, your the limit is is your your in your mind. There's so there's no limit to distance. You can create a, a fence as large as you like. We have uh, fences that average from one acre to hundreds of acres to wow. be able to let your dog roam. Nice. Now, it, let's talk about this virtual fence. Is it something that you have to implant uh, wires or something around an area, or uh, is something the dog wears? Uh, give us an idea. So uh, unlike traditional systems, there are no buried wires or base stations that you have to set up. It's just a collar that the dog wears, and to set it up, all you have to do is put it in learn mode and walk the exact perimeter you want to contain your pet. And once you're done, you click Save. And that's one of 10 fences that you could have on the collar. So oh. it's highly portable and flexible. So you could even then go to a dog park. There are many more of those popping up. And I guess do the same thing, walk the perimeter uh, or, or portion of that dog park if you want to keep the dog there. How does it keep the dog in the virtual fence? So that's a great 
point. And just a, um, a little addition uh, to you know being at the park. Instead of walking a custom uh, fence, you could actually create a circle on the spot. So there's an instantaneous circle of uh, um, there's probably ten different uh, sizes that you could create on the spot and put the collar on your dog right away and let uh, let your dog go play. Um, and the way that uh, fence is uh keeps your dog contained is as your dog approaches the boundary that's set there's a series of tones one's called an alert tone and the second is a warning tone that occurs to let the dog know that they're approaching the boundary and if your pet is trained which we have three custom training plans to help you and your dog learn the system um they'll understand what those tones mean so you don't necessarily have to be at home or in a familiar place the dog is trained to those tones and if your dog does breach the boundary, uh, they receive what's called an optional static correction, which is you know something that is a stimulus to be able to, to truly keep your dog contained, and that that's been a tried and true uh, method for several decades now. So the static correction is basically, as we may have known in in the past, I guess, as kind of a shocking collar uh, to some degree yes, that doesn't cause harm, yep. but lets them know Absolutely. you mean business. Don't go correct. further. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. It does not harm the dog. It tells them that they have uh, reached the boundary that they've been trained to. Gotcha. Do you have one of the callers handy to show us since we're doing do. Zoom interviews as well? Then you can give us an idea of how big it is. Oh, so okay. It, uh, for, but describe it for those listening on the radio first who haven't yet seen the video, and then folks can come and see the caller as well. Yes. So this is um, uh, our medium size, and it's adjustable, and you could adjust it to fit uh uh, dog necks down to 13 inches of circumference and this particular uh, size uh, fits up to 17 inches oh. so it, it fits most uh, medium sized dogs um, and here you have a button three buttons and a display and you can navigate and select which fences you want to activate and deactivate as well as create that circular containment I mentioned earlier Cool. And what does the display show us at that point? I mean, it's obviously not for the dog to see, but is that part of how we would be setting up uh, one of these 10 fences, for example? That is correct. Yeah. If you go into uh, learn mode, it'll give you the step-by-step directions to create a fence. Uh, And what's great about it is doubles as a kind of a dog tag. So once you set it up, you could have your dog's name and the phone number should somebody uh, see your dog and want to be able to contact you. Oh, okay. Um, and also on the screen, there are instructions to, uh, while you're creating the fence, say, for example, in a lot of our customers at the moment, uh, they have properties that are on um, a body of water. And what they love to do is include the body of water in, as part of the containment. So when you are walking and you get to the shoreline, you could hit what's called the pause button. You, they, what they usually do, get in a kayak or canoe and go out in the water, and they'll uh, click resume, and it'll create that part of the fence and include the body of water so they'll really? be able to wow. let their dog use this remain contained as well as enjoy themselves and go swimming yeah, you know sure. dogs love water yeah of course and and most of them w- want to go into the water and you don't want them to not be able to do that if it's part of your property or an area where they they can and yet it still uh, will not let them go out too far it sounds like because if we're in the kayak or something initially setting it up we are setting that actual boundary correct 
correct. Yeah, we uh, it, as far as the the, the dog owners um, feel safe for their dog, they'll go out as far as they need to to allow the dog to swim happily. Sure, and and not get too far as you mentioned. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming then that it's also using GPS technology because how otherwise would it know how far out at a lake you may be? That's right, absolutely. It uses uh, not only one. Uh, so GPS is one satellite system. Our product is unique in that it tracks three different satellite systems so you have much more coverage and better accuracy oh very cool and before i forget how much do does it cost or how does it start you mentioned different sizes so give our audience an idea as to what they might be spending uh, for the spot-on fence sure so the value of the the collar is its portability and flexibility that you could take it with you anywhere you go the product retails direct online on our website for $1,495, and it comes with an app. So if you do, if your dog does somehow escape the containment, you get a notification on your smartphone right away, and it instantly starts tracking your dog, and you can go find exactly where your dog is okay. in short time. So do they have to then leave that uh, containment area, or can you find out where your dog is at any time, even within the containment area with this app? Both. Okay. Terrific. Uh, it sounds like a lot of technology behind it, which is obviously why we have you on the show to, to talk about it. Uh, $1,400 seems, uh, I, I'm imagining some of our audience going, yikes, you know, the dog didn't cost that much. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the justification, of course, becomes the fact that it can take care of the dog. And you mentioned all the different things that, that it can do. Uh, but why so expensive? Is it, uh, you know, got gold lining or something? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, so you know we've, we're based on our research. We're finding that um, a lot of families consider their pets uh, as part of a family, a family member. Absolutely, and yeah. uh, because they're a family member, they're willing to invest in their family family member to keep them safe and happy. And so, if you look at traditional systems that are out there to either build a physical fence, as we spoke about earlier, or uh, another system that buries wires, you're talking. For a half acre or an acre, you're talking at least the same price. Oh, okay. Um, And it doesn't give you the flexibility to take it with you and be portable. So once it's fixed and and installed, it stays there. So you lose that investment if you move. Uh, Also, they don't give you the notifications if your dog does leave the the containment area, and it doesn't allow you to track it. So with all the added benefits and features, we felt that that was a value value add and a comparable starting point to other systems. Well, it makes sense. And you bring up some very good points, too. I'm, I'm now in, envisioning that if one wants to take their dog to a friend's house or they go on vacation and uh, and they're at an, an area for a period of time where they might set up one of those additional 10 fences uh, that can be very handy. You certainly can't do that with something that you've had to bury into the ground in order Correct. to set up a, a fence of that nature. Soon, if you don't mind, I want to take a quick break because there's more we want to learn about spot-on virtual fence. We invite our audience to stay tuned and we'll be right back as Into Tomorrow continues. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver, 
driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-281-7048. 800-281-7048. 800-281-7048. That's 800-281-7048. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you further into tomorrow. We're talking with Sung Vivathana, who is the VP of Engineering for Spot On Virtual Fence. Let's talk about uh, during this pandemic. Has there been uh, some additional advantages to having uh, spot on as as, uh, an example, uh, or it does its job regardless? Oh, you know, Dave, you know, myself and my family are uh, one of many families who have either adopted or purchased a new pup during the pandemic. Um, And so we we realize the numbers and we realize people are um, are are finding and adopting uh, pets, and because uh, the pandemic did, uh, does, you know, during the, that time frame, it did not offer in-person training. Uh, our custom training plans, uh, basically, de- that, that were developed to help you and your dog create a much better bond. So, if you're spending more time together and trusting each other, then the success of the product goes a lot further than just keeping your dog entertained. It, it's really building that bond and that relationship and that trust. And because the in-person services were not quite allowed, our training plans, uh, which are tailored for uh, you know the, the family and the, the owners and their, their pups, uh, that has made it very successful. Oh, very good. Well, it, it makes sense by all means. I like how you can create a fence, train your pup, and stay connected. As your website says, spotonfence.com. How long has the product been out? We launched in January of 2019. Okay, so you've and had some successes for almost two years now. Huh? Correct, correct. And we are working on our uh, next generation uh, based on, um, you know, any consumer electronic company. We sure. learn from our customers, we listen to our customers, and we want to uh, make them happy and, and provide them with even more features and give them the ability to spend much more time with their dog. Sure. So version two will be available slightly into tomorrow. Can you share with us any additional features that it might come with? Or what are some of the things that your customers have said? You know, if it could cook breakfast as well, that would be awesome. But uh, barring that, <laughs> what other kinds of features? You know, we, we've learned that, you know, we, there are so many uh, types of uh, dogs out there, breed sizes. So we're really taking and listening to our customers about uh the, the size and the weight and kind of uh, how much battery life those you know those real uh, real world issues that we're taking into account and, and making the next version um, much smaller lighter uh, and better you know right. just like uh, everything else in technology every, you know you always have to improve it yeah, and that, that is a good point and very valid point because uh, tech in general not only continues to get better, but if they're devices, they continue to get smaller as well. Uh, and you mentioned battery life. Is this something that you have to change batteries? Do you plug it in via USB at some point to charge it up when the dog's in the house? Or how does that work and how long does it last generally? So that's a great question, Dave. Uh, you know, so we're trying to be, you know, 
you know, part of the modern times in a responsible company. We want to be, uh, you know, uh, we want to make sure that we're socially um, adhering to the, you know, the guidelines of being friendly to the environment. So, you know, we don't like using replaceable batteries that you just buy new ones and throwing old ones away. We, we do have a rechargeable battery and part of the system will come with a charging cradle that you could just put the collar on the cradle overnight and it'll be ready to go for you in the morning. Um, and so, you know, based on a lot of our research, uh, most folks uh, let their dogs out, you know, an hour or two a day, maybe a bit more, but yeah. you could uh, generally, um, get a, a continuous 24 hours of runtime before you have to recharge it. Again. Oh, very good. And I can imagine that most dogs, when you lift it out of the cradle, get excited. They get to go outside now. And, yes. and that's kind of one of those things like grabbing a leash and, and they get all excited and run to the door. Uh, in this case, taking it out of the charging cradle, they know they're getting ready to go outside. That's pretty cool. Uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Very cool product. By all means, keep us informed as you come out with version two or anything else that spot onfence.com might have available. I'm assuming you can order from your website and is it available at pet stores or other places as well? So right now we're just direct off our website, but we're working on new strategies on how we could uh, bring it to market and get it to folks in other channels. Okay. So, you know, more, more to come on that. Terrific. Well, son, thank you for uh, uh, being with us and, and sharing uh, your technology with us and having it available to show us on the interview as well. That's important, and we appreciate it. Great. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it, and uh, take care. It's our pleasure. Stay safe. You, uh, by all means, you as well. Spotonfence.com for more information. Of course, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, you're a mouse click away from their website as well. Do check it all out, and check out the videos of all of our radio interviews that we're doing these days to show you the products and to let you see who we're talking to. Again, it's all at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. We continue right after this here on the Advanced Media Network. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-419-2335. 800-419-2335. That's 800-419-2335. The holidays are upon us. Hope you've stayed on Santa's nice list. Hi, this is Chris Graveline, wishing you and your family the happiest of holidays and a very Merry Christmas. Now let's head further into tomorrow. Hey, that's you. Hey, that's me. Wow, I'm Dave Graveline. That was me. Him. Me, Graveline. Yeah, me, Graveline. There you go. (laughs) 
Into Tomorrow continues. Harry in Port Huron, Michigan, listens on AM 800 CKLW. Hello, Harry. Hey, guys. First of all, congrats on the 25th year. Thank and you. And I hope you're there for 25 more. My question is, is there a computer available at this moment that will boot up in three seconds or less? I know you can do it from sleep mode, but I need a computer that you just turn it on and it'll boot up in three seconds or less. Is there a computer that does that in the Windows operating system? Nope. <laughs> there are plenty that will boot up in under five or six seconds, though. And for the most part, if you need something to come on instantly, you always have the option of, as you mentioned, even just putting it to sleep. Yeah, three seconds isn't a very long time for a device as complex as a computer to load something as large as an operating system. And short of custom-built systems, there's really not much need for that. You may also want to think about how long it'll take you to type in a password or otherwise log in after booting up, because if you need something to be available within three seconds, that's going to be a big bottleneck for you. Yeah, sorry. Harry, I wish we had better news, and you got me curious as to why you need that to happen. Let us know. Maybe we can dig a little deeper and try to come up with another solution for you. Let's meet at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow.